Welcome to Conscious Wellness with Lori Ellis. Hi, I'm Lori, your host. This is the show where we dig deep, we rise above the noise, clear the clutter, and find out what really works, the positive, effective, and sustainable ways to create a healthier, happier, and stronger life. And I'm so excited to bring you this episode because I know you'll find value that you can apply today. And if you haven't yet, please click on the subscribe button, please rate and review. Thank you so much, and I'll see you inside the episode. Welcome back. It's episode four. I just realized I keep introducing them with the number and I probably won't do that, I'm sure, soon, but it's still so new that I'm really excited that I'm already recording episode four. And, you know, this has been in the works for a really long time, many years actually, and then life happened and I had to put this on the shelf for a while. And actually, I chose to put it on the shelf for a while because of other things going on. And I'm just really excited to be finally doing this and so excited for the guests that are on the list and the interviews that are going to be happening and everything that is coming. And, you know, sometimes life just happens and we feel like we're frustrated that we don't get to do certain things when we want to or things don't happen the way we think they should have or we look back and we wish things would have happened differently. And that's the subject of today's podcast because that happens, I believe, to everybody. At least I know all the conversations I have with people, all of my clients, my friends, you know, we all have these experiences where we say, oh, I wish this would have, or I wish I would have known, or right, because hindsight is 2020, and it's 2020 for a reason, because we have new clarity. So we really get to take ourselves off the hook here and not put ourselves in that place of regret, resentment, wishing things would have been different, because we can't judge ourselves and blame ourselves for making the decisions we made without the new information we have today. And so often that's what people do. They'll look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done this and I shouldn't have done that. But now you have new vision, you have new information and new knowledge. And so the the kind thing to do, the gracious thing to do and the empowering thing to do is to tell yourself, I did the best I could at the time with the information I had and where I was in my life and my growth at the time. That is the very powerful thing to do because again, it's negative to look back and it's inflammatory to look back and blame yourself and judge yourself and make yourself at fault. Learning from those things, absolutely powerful and a very positive thing to do, to learn from it and to take that lesson now into the present and into the future, but not to live back there in that cycle because everybody goes through these transformational processes. Now, we talked about this a lot in episode two of how to utilize our mindfulness to not go down negative roads when we're thinking about the past because I'm sure you're very much like me where your brain is very active and it likes to remind you of the past. It likes to bring things up. You'll see somebody you haven't seen in years and all of a sudden you're flooded with all kinds of memories and they may be good and they may not be good or something will remind you. And so the mindfulness in the moment allows us to make different decisions with are we going to go back into inflammatory thoughts, negative thoughts, or are we going to stop ourselves in the moment, redirect, get really grateful in the present moment and thankful for the lessons 
and stay in that positive state of mind and then focus our attention back on what we do want, back on what we're creating, what we're building for the future, what we want in our lives. And that takes an awareness in, you know, every single day. And it's really an exercise. It's like another gym analogy. We can't just go to the gym one time, work our biceps and never go again. We have to be consistent. The repetition and the consistency that provides the growth. And we all have transformational moments in our lives that allow us the opportunity then to make different decisions and do the best we can at the time. It's always gonna look different when we look back on it. But where we want to be is at the point where we can look back and say, wow, I'm so grateful for that time in my life because it gave me the tools and the strength that I have today. I have the knowledge now. And then, you know, uh, but we all see people that stay in that cycle, in that kind of messy cycle during that transformation. And a great, here's a great analogy. I just saw this the other day and it made me think of these times in my life where, you know, I can look back and beat myself up pretty much better than anybody mentally and emotionally in times of my life where, you know, I could look back and say, wow, I would make a different decision for sure if I could, but I can't. And if you don't stop your brain in that moment from going down that road, you can get yourself into a really negative, sad, even depressed state. But the awareness of that as being a transformational time and even the moment of awareness can be a transformational time because we get the opportunity to change our thought patterns and make a new choice and a decision in the moment of what we're going to think and how we're going to move forward because of course we can't change the past and that past experience could have been really messy and and really tough and a lot of people deal with a lot of really tough things and having the tools to move through that whether it's a wellness issue whether it's a physical issue whether it's an emotional issue um, whatever it might be a, a job a career change any of those things are transformational in the moment and you know a really good analogy i saw this uh, on it was a time-lapse video and it was brilliant and it was so miraculous to watch. It was a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And we all know that story. And I'm sure we've all read those stories to our children. And we think about that metamorphosis, that transformational process of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. But when I watched it on time lapse, it was unbelievably fascinating and actually pretty gross because they show, I'd never seen that process before where the caterpillar literally turns itself, it almost looks like it turns itself inside out and it breaks itself down into this messy, gooey, just it looks like just gross decay messiness and then it forms this chrysalis. Like I, I was surprised that the caterpillar even survives that process to turn into the butterfly because it was so destructive. And to see it happen, you know, in a time lapse, it was it was amazing. So this caterpillar, you know, it's doing its caterpillar thing. It's walking along the branches, eating eating leaves or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it decides it's time, and it attaches itself to a spot. And this process begins and it looks like it's dying, but it's not dying. It's turns into this chrysalis, which is beautiful. If you've seen one, you know how beautiful they are. 
And then that process inside the chrysalis is this broken down messiness that is becoming the most beautiful thing in this butterfly with the beautiful colorful wings. And you would never ever believe that that would ever result in such a beautiful transformation. And it just made me think about so many aspects of life and how we could really easily get stuck in the messiness and feel like that's as far as we can go. And that is really the part where we are empowered then for the, for the most amount of change. And it's hard to see in the moment. I can't imagine the caterpillar in that moment. I don't know if caterpillars think, I don't know. But if they do, if they know what's actually happening, because we, with the way that we can think about what we're thinking about, we can have the awareness in the moment of that transformational stage when we feel like in our lives, in the analogy, we're in the middle of the chrysalis stage and we feel stuck in that stage, right? Because the caterpillar attaches itself and it's stuck in that chrysalis. I think it's like 20 days or 21 days. And if we feel in that moment of our lives like we're stuck, how beautiful would it be to have such deep awareness that we could say, okay, this is a big transformation. And instead of getting negative and sidetracked with feeling not enough, feeling like I failed, feeling like I've done another thing wrong, feeling like I've right all those things that we go down if we go into that inflammatory state of mind and the brain starts taking us into the past instead having that powerful moment of awareness to say this is the chrysalis. And now is the time to do the work because in that chrysalis stage, that's where the butterfly is growing and becoming stronger. In fact, it's interesting because they've done um, they've done studies on when you open that chrysalis too soon to try to help the butterfly along and make it a faster process, the butterfly actually doesn't survive. It needs that transformational time and it needs to be in there going through all the work in order to grow the strong wings and the strong body to be able to then fly away free. What a beautiful analogy. And we all know this, but when we stop and really have the awareness to think about what's going on, you know, and then we can be grateful in that stage. Now, of course, what we want is not to cycle through those same really tough stages. We want to ascend to a higher state of energy, to more awareness to a higher version of ourselves with our wellness, with our physical wellness. We, you know, we don't want to stay in a state of sickness. We want to move from an inflammatory state to an anti-inflammatory state and help our bodies to heal and become stronger. And then just like we talked about in episode three in that wellness wheel, all the areas of our lives could have events where it feels like you're stuck, where it feels like you're stuck in the messy stage, the broken down stage. And to have the awareness of, I am actually in a stage of getting stronger. This is, it's a really great gym analogy again, you know, and you're in the gym and you're not ready to curl that stronger weight yet. You keep showing up and you do the work and you take new action and you keep doing the repetitions until you're stronger. And then you step into that new level, that higher level, that stronger level, and you move up and then you don't go backwards. So we stay consistent and we keep moving and taking positive action. And that I think is such a great analogy for, for life in general. And so that's what this episode is about is, are you in a state right now where you feel stuck? 
Are you in a state where you're looking back on times when you were stuck and do you spend time judging yourself? Do you spend time blaming yourself? Because we can then move from that state and take that energy and that time, that precious, precious time and realize that we can change that and move it into a state of gratitude for the present and that state of gratitude then changes our state and it changes our energy and it allows us then to change our nervous system, to change our focus, to go from an inflammatory state to a positive state. And that's, that's the point that we all have the opportunity in all of these moments, whether we're in a state at that moment that we feel like is that messy, broken down state, we're stuck, or we're looking back on a time in our life and we're kind of cycling back through that memory. So this is a choice we get to move forward because the the energy that we're expending in the negativity is really keeping us, is what's keeping people stuck. Moving to that higher energy shows us so many new opportunities and we'll have all this creative space then to have new ideas show up. You'll see lots of things show up when we remove our focus from the negative messy to the positive to the gratitude and then focus on the future and in the moment again a lot of times we can't see it you know that's that saying you can't see the forest for the trees sometimes i use the analogy of a snow globe a lot of times because we all can picture a snow globe and when we can step outside and look at it from the outside we can see that storm going on inside but we're not in it we can just observe it and then we can just stop shaking the snow globe and then we have clarity but again at the time we can't always see it and it gets us into that state of stress it gets us into that negative state and um, it happened i remember very clearly it was when i moved to california and I had found, I went looking for the perfect house and I was leasing a house and I found the perfect house in the middle of an orchard and it was beautiful. And it was surrounded by avocado trees and orange trees and lemon trees. And it was so private and it had this great big deck where I could work out outside. It was just beautiful and it was perfect or th so I thought. And I moved in and after about two weeks, all of a sudden, the neighbors uh, started to build a pool on their land. And the access road for all of the heavy equipment was right in front of my house, literally driving through the front of my house and sometimes even parking there. And that was not disclosed to me. I didn't know that that was going to happen clearly because I moved there for many reasons, one of which to write my book. And so I wanted a quiet place, very private and very inspiring with beautiful surroundings. And so I had found this place that I thought was perfect. And then of course, it's not inspiring or private or quiet when there's earth moving equipment driving past your your window and your office window and your living room window every morning and all day and so that felt like what in the world is happening i felt drawn to this place i felt that this was the perfect place i felt very led to move there and i thought in the moment i thought did i make a terrible decision what did i just do I can't, and this was going to go on for four to six months, according to the neighbors. 
And I thought, what have I gotten myself into? This was a huge mistake. How could I not see this? I started beating myself up just like we do, right? I shouldn't have made this decision. I moved, you know, all this way and spent all this money and all this time. And you start to do that instead of in the moment, calming myself down and going, okay, this is interesting. This is very much an opportunity for growth here and for making new decisions. And so, but I got all upset. I'll be honest, I got very upset and I was so angry. And so I finally, I called the owner and I said, you know, this is not going to work. I need to move and they were, you know, trying to make sure I stayed because I'd signed a lease and I finally said, no, it's not okay. And so finally the owner let me out of the lease. And so I was looking for a new house to lease and here I was needing a house available right now and a house became available and it was brand new construction. It was much bigger. It was on an acre of land on a beautiful part of town. And that doesn't happen there very often that it's brand new construction on an acre of land. And so I went to the open house, I submitted an application and I walked in and there were four other families there all submitting applications, all talking to the leasing agent. And I thought to myself, this is where I'm supposed to be. I just knew it. The entire back of the house faced this acre of land. It was beautiful. And there was just huge windows and beautiful trees and a palm tree. And there was a creek in the back. And it was just the, the landscape and the gardens were gorgeous. And I remember thinking, this is where I want to be. And I got a little nervous because of all of the other people that were there. And, you know, they were families and... Here I was by myself with three cats and I thought, who's going to lease a house to one person and three cats when they could be leasing it to a family? And then I just filled out the application. I wrote a letter. I included a little personal information about myself. I toured the house. I knew it was where I wanted to be. I knew it was perfect for me to live there and write my book and have all that privacy of an acre of land to myself and this beautiful brand new home and these beautiful gardens and it was just perfect. And so I left all my information. Actually, another thing that was interesting now that I look back and see this, right? Because we can look back and then we can see how it was all purposeful. I can look back and see God's hand through all of it and how it was really laid out perfectly for me. At the time, you know, I was caught up in the stress and I had to move and I needed to find a place and here's this perfect place and I'm seeing all these reasons why maybe I wouldn't get it. And that's what our brain does, right? That's what our brain does. And then our nervous system gets all upset and we start to feel all the what ifs and we start to go down this negative road of why it maybe isn't going to happen and we get stuck there and that's stuck in the messiness and it's stuck in that that stage of all the things that went wrong and we start to blame ourselves again and we start to feel like it's not gonna work out. But that's the point where we get the opportunity to shift. And I remember walking into that house. First of all, I remember driving up to it and it was hidden kind of back in this beautiful area off of this really cool road. And so you couldn't even really see it from the front. And then it had this acre of land around it. And it was just so beautiful. And I drove up and I walked in the front door 
and I saw the leasing agent at the at, in when I walked back into the kitchen family room area at the center island and then I saw a bunch of people walking through the house other people that were wanting to lease the home and then I saw a woman coming in the back door the whole back of the house was solid windows beautiful looking out into this property that was so private and there was a creek in the back and there were beautiful gardens and this gorgeous patio and a palm palm trees and other trees and quail and just all this just beautiful and i saw this woman walk in the back door and i made eye contact with her and i smiled at her i didn't know who she was i smiled at her um, did all of the other information submitted the application and then i realized the woman that walked in the back door she was coming in with hardware for the kitchen cabinets and they were still finishing a lot of the details because the house was brand new, it had just been finished. She, as the owner, was putting some of the handles on with, with one of the carpenters, and then I realized who it was, so I went up and I introduced myself and I told her what a beautiful home it was and how I felt like it was just this perfect, private, beautiful, calm, serene, very spiritual space. And then I was so excited to have the opportunity to lease this home and be the first person to live in this beautiful home. And I was there to write a book and I was so excited to be able to have this time there. And I thanked her for the opportunity and then we chit chatted a little bit more and she was telling me how this was such a uh, emotional build, this construction with her and her granddaughter. They did this together and it was such a fun project for them. And and there was a whole story behind it. And anyway, so we had this great conversation and then I left and I still was, I was nervous. I, I still didn't have the confidence that this was going to be my house, although I felt in every part of my body that this was where I wanted to be. And so I was praying for it and I was believing on it and I was looking at the picture and seeing myself there. And the next day I got a phone call from the leasing agent and she said, the owner, wants you to be the one to live in this house. This house is very special to her. And she knew when you walked in the front door, she saw the sunlight behind you, she saw your smile, and she just felt the energy of you that this was the person she wanted to live in this house. And she said that to me. She was actually um, driving on her little golf cart one day. She Her house was like two houses down. And we got to be friends, of course, as I lived there. But she actually said that to me that day. That she, that's how, that was why she made the decision. Because I asked her, I said, you know, here I was leasing this house with my three cats, which I thought was a negative. And she said, oh, I loved your cats from the picture. I immediately knew that they were going to love it here too. And it was just such a beautiful experience. And now, of course, looking back, I could have saved myself so much stress in that first house when I felt like everything was going wrong. And I felt like, why is this happening? This moving equipment is is ruining my peace and it was so loud and it was dirty and dusty and messy and why was this happening i felt like i was stuck in that lease right and so we get stuck in the messiness we get stuck in the broken down state of that transformational period when now i can look back and see i was supposed to be in that place i was supposed to be in that first house for three months because the new house wasn't available yet and had i not been there I wouldn't have been one of the first people in that house on that very first open house day. And I wouldn't have then been able to move into that beautiful house where I lived and where my book was written. And 
and that's a really beautiful memory now. And it, it serves me well because not to say that I don't still get stuck in the messiness of of something that I feel shouldn't be happening or somewhere where I might feel stuck or we all are going to go through these times. But every time we move through another experience where we have more knowledge and then we can use that knowledge and remember it and apply it, we can apply that memory and that experience in a positive way to say, oh, okay, I know this is the chrysalis stage. This is the transformational. I am learning right now. I'm grateful for the lessons. I'm grateful because this is taking me now to the next level, to the next higher version of my life because I asked for it, right? I asked for this perfect place to live and and write my book and experience and just have this time in my life. And so I was led to the first place, which was the transformational place that needed to happen in order to get me to the next place. Oh my goodness, I was like so grateful when I realized this and so appreciative and it just washed over me and chills all over my body and tears because that shows you how you're guided. You can look back and see God's hand through all of it. You can see you're being led even through the desert, even through the messy times, even through the times where you feel like you might be stuck. You're not. You're not stuck. You're never stuck. You're allowed to be in a position to grow and strengthen and have the opportunity of the awareness in that moment to realize you get to be free. You get to grow your wings stronger to move out of that chrysalis. You get to be in this position that is leading you to the next place. It is a step. We don't always see the next step because we're so busy thinking it's not right. And it might just be the perfect step to take you to that next part of the path and to help you to get to that next level. So again, another gym analogy. When you go to the gym and you start building a muscle, it's not the comfortable place. You don't go into the gym, walk in the door, and jump to that higher version of yourself where you're stronger and you're leaner and you you know you feel healthier and you have more energy and all the things that we work out for. It doesn't happen just by walking into the gym. You've got to go in there and do the messy work. There's going to be discomfort. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be sweat. And that's part of it. And that is the transformational part of it. And that's truly when we look back. So this gets me really emotional because when we look back on those moments in our lives, that's the part that is the most beautiful. It is. The, it's in the moment. It's not, you know, that caterpillar probably doesn't want to have to do what it has to do. But oh my goodness, to emerge as a butterfly. So I'm going to leave this there. I actually had a lot more I wanted to talk about today, but I really feel like that's the powerful message for today. So if you're hearing this, I am going to say very confidently that there's, you know, there's a reason that you're hearing this, that there's something going on that you can take a different view on. Now you can look at it in a different way and see the opportunity for that transformation and that growth and see it as something to be totally grateful for 
and to experience every part of it and to know that it's going to take you to that next version that you've asked for, that blessing, that goal, that vision, what you've asked for, it is coming. It is on the way. And stay strong. Stay in the present moment of gratitude, knowing that this is taking you to that next level and stay focused on that vision and know that that is just as real in that vision state, in that energetic state, as it will be when it shows up in what we call 3D, what we call reality, which is the 3D. So keep that in your heart and stay in that strong belief and know that you are being led exactly where you've asked. And that is the place for me to say thank you for being here. I'm so glad you were here with me and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. I'm so happy you were here for this episode of Conscious Wellness. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you like this show and you feel you're receiving valuable information and tools that you can apply to your life today, please share this with a friend. We want everyone to feel excited and intentional about their future. And we want you to get up every day feeling empowered to take positive action steps toward better wellness. If you haven't already, please subscribe and please rate and review. We're so grateful. And send us your questions. Let us know what topics you want to learn more about. You can send a message to info at elliswellness.com or the contact form at elliswellness.com where you can also sign up for the newsletter. Thank you so much. Now go out there and have an amazing day.